Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me are my co-host, Jehu. What's up? Joseph. <laughs> Hello. And Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, here to talk about Game of Thrones, which is finally complete after way too much time of my life devoted to it. Uh, the series finale aired this past Sunday, The Iron Throne. What do we think? Uh, all spoilers from here on out, I think. Uh, so much spoiler. Uh, starting with our better or worse. Okay, than Transformers. I'm saying I'm I'm saying worse than Transformers. The first half's better, but the second half of the episode is way worse, and it's Game of Thrones at its worst. There, you know, there's a scene in there that was cringeworthy. I think like, I think there's know. definitely. I what, think what, what's your cringeworthy theme, or do you want to wait and tell me when we? Oh, I can tell you right now that no, the, the democracy. Scene, but I mean, that's meant to be what, cringeworthy. There's You're a supposed, he's no, supposed like, to like, come off just, like an It made no man. sense. Like there were people in there that I don't even who know who they oh, were. Yeah. They were like stand-ins yeah. that well, people can't even place, and like Sam's there giving speeches. Like okay, who was so, he there okay, representing? So, so the, he's the only Tarly left. The one that doesn't make sense is why all three Starks get a vote. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the, the, what we yeah, well, fucking are the Tarleys that big of a house? Because. I think at this point they yeah. are. No, oh, no. There's, there's, there's seven <laughs> major houses for seven was, fucking kingdoms. Why was Brienne and Tarth there? Why is Brienne Tarth there? I, I why, agree with you that why, Brienne is should not be there. Why does Why does Waymar fucking Royce get a vote and fucking Robin Aaron get a vote since they're both representing the Vale? That yeah. shit makes no fucking sense. I agree we're gonna with you. We're gonna fucking get to it <laughs> one thing at a time. This episode is worse than Transformers. <laughs> I I think most people would agree that the first. Half is stronger. How strong it is depends on kind of how you feel about the season as a whole. Yeah, I didn't love it, but I didn't I'll, hate it that much yeah. comparatively. But then the second half was just fucking a miserable slog for me. I'm going better than Transformers. I really, really have hated the last three episodes. I mean, to me, the last three episodes are arguably the worst three episodes in Game of Thrones. And uh, so I definitely thought the first 45 minutes of show of the show was some of the strongest we had all season and uh there are solid moments in the back half but when it's bad it's cringeworthy bad it's 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 horrible but i think the good outweighs the bad in this episode i liked it better than transformers i'll, I'll get into what i liked about it when i'm arguing with you guys about everything you <laughs> about it Excellent. Uh, so we're going to try and do this semi-systematically before we, get der- <laughs> before, we, before we get derailed. Uh, so we're going to start immediately after the, the battle, the destruction of King's Landing. Danny, I don't know, strolls isn't the right word. Uh, uh, what's the word? Strut. Struts, she does. She struts out behind fucking dragon wings to her giant ass, evil ass army. That, that, I, how, how many people have tattoos of that already? No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Great fucking question. <laughs> I mean, she struts out like she's on RuPaul's drag race. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though, to be fair, I forgot to mention this last episode. Uh, like, I have fucking loved every outfit that she's had this season. They've been phenomenal. That yeah. fucking war dress is amazing. Yeah, no, the outfits have been great. Uh, I think we're kind of skipping over the dumbest part of the beginning of this episode, which is we need confirmation that the Lannisters are dead. Oh, well, I I, I don't know if we needed... Con- I guess that was kind of confirmation scene. But to me, that was also like Tyrion mourning both of his siblings, which I thought was kind of a sweet segment. I, I, don't, I don't think Tyrion nailed that scene, though. I know. Well, look, it felt very Days of Our me, Lives. Let me, let me just say I, was, I mean, I love Days of Our Lives, so maybe that's why I loved it, but I thought it was a good scene. I In the shot of them, because I watched episode six again or five again before this one aired, and it was way worse even than I thought the first time I watched it. But the, the, like, the floor is falling in on them just, you know, yeah, for 100%, like three yeah. seconds. Yeah. Now it's in that one spot yeah. where they're standing, and it's just shallow enough to where they're like under three bricks. Uh, yeah, we that, should be, we should be clear that they're scooted one like, brick over. They're they're under about like a hundred feet of castle at that point. Yeah, they should be anyway, but they're apparently on, on, only under six inches of rubble. It's become <laughs> such like an NBC nightly show. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, absolutely. It's, it's fucking so bad. It was so convenient. I think you still could have had that moment with like I don't know Tyrion walking up and the Red Keep is utterly destroyed or maybe he goes down the place where he, sh- place where he showed uh, Jamie he should go and the boat's still there and he's walking up and he sees that it's all caved in there like I think you still can get the confirmation and still get Tyrion's reaction and it not be so cheap there of like I the mean, Lannisters just he, he probably could have just found the the fake hand and been yeah. fine you would have known what was up there but, yeah. but I do think if you wanted to believe that he was mourning for both of them, you had to see them. Like, either that or he would have had to say, yeah. I am mourning for both of you, <laughs> which I think would have not made you guys like it any better. No. 
But, That's you fair. Know, yeah. <laughs> so let's see what, ha- what happens at this. John is clearly questioning his, his life decisions through most of this episode. Tyrion quits being the hand. Uh, yeah. Tyrion <laughs> rocks up and, and quits with a sassy-ass line and walks away. <laughs> yeah. In front of all the worst people to piss that one right. off. Absolutely. Danny's going full <laughs> Mad Queen. She's like, you know, Hitler, basically, with a dress. She she definitely thinks she's morally justified in what <laughs> she's doing. Yeah, but it's painted very much like she's evil. Yeah, yeah. I don't like even, the, the I, color I don't scheme. think mad is correct. She just thinks she's right, and anyone who doesn't agree with her is going to burn. Yeah, yeah. And she also says she's going to keep going. She's not stopping here. She's yeah. going to free everybody from tyrants. So like, yeah. she's going to conquer I, the which world. Which I thought was kind of a weird choice. In yeah. The, I mean, we can... We can Unless dig, that was always her... Yeah, we, we can dig into, like, the Danny psychology if we want to, like, a little bit later when we get to the end of Danny. Um, but, uh, you know, there there are some justifications I made in the last episode that I don't think carry through into this one. So I, I just kind of wanted to dig into it a little bit more. I, but. I feel like the Danny thing, I, you know, I didn't talk about it because I wasn't here in the last one, is I feel like it could be handled well in the books. He could write it up Absolutely, well. I think, 100%. You, I think you can. The authors, I mean, the showrunners just... They're sick of doing the show, and they've sped through it. Yeah, like, I think it's not a bad twist. It's done badly on the show. Yeah, I just, I just don't feel like there's been enough to to justify that kind of mentality that that she's displaying in this in this show. I think, I think you could have written it in a way, but I like, I don't think we've seen nearly enough for that. I, I, you know, a lot of people talk about Game of Thrones subverting expectations. Yeah, but anytime it does that, it does it, it, it does it almost in that it subverts a trope, not what happens in the show. Which is when Ned gets beheaded, he's the main character. It's not because it's really all that surprising. Uh, Ned's been in jail for three episodes at that point, and Joffrey's a crazy person. Yeah. Or, or the Red Wedding. Like, Rob screwed those people over and lied to them and then put himself in the lion's den and gets his throat slit. Like, it's never, it's never a subversion to character. It's a subversion to plot or a subversion to tropes. Mm. And I think the problem with the Danny switch is it, it, is, it is a subversion to character. Yeah, no, it, fe- it feels like a betrayal of a character yes. that we've been with for seven seasons. That does not feel like the woman who locked up her children for burning a little girl alive. Mm. It, it just doesn't feel like a person we spent seven seasons establishing as this. I will say her motivations, like, I'm glad that they did bring it back to the freedom thing. Because mm-hmm. we had talked last week about how I, I, had, I had said I felt like that was always Danny's motivation is that she wanted to be, she wanted to break the wheel. She wanted to be the leader for the people who never had one. And I like that she said those things. Uh, it's just her interpretation is crazy. But uh, it just is not. It's not earned. No, I just, I just don't think. I feel like there's been way too many times up to this point where she's failed and had to completely like rearrange her worldview to be that fucking. You know, I know that this is the way. I know that I'm the chosen one. And I'm again. I think you could have written it in a way that you know she discovers this. She Mm -hmm. like reaches this epiphany. But I don't think there ever happened in the show. Mm -mm, No, I think it'll be better in the books. I do. I mean, like, I don't if, we, have, if we ever fucking get him, yeah, he's sitting on money. But no, I'm, I'm, I think, like I said, the, the turn of her character, I feel like, wasn't bad. It was just poorly done on the show. But I, you know, I, I mean, I, I went over this and over this in the last episode. But I, I always thought she was a little crueler than she needed to be. I mean, going back to, I think it was in season two. I can't even remember what their deal was, but there was a there was a group of people she came in conflict with and she like buried them alive for kind of wronging her. You know, I don't know. To me, I just don't think it was that much of a stretch. I think she's always thought she was right and she was willing to go above and beyond in cruelty to get what she thought was right. I don't don't think we're saying that it's not there. I just think we're saying it's not as well as established as it should be. Or the evolution from being somewhat of a harsh judge. Yeah. To then becoming a mass murderer, right, and it, and a, you know like a, a fucking predestined zealot kind of yeah, thing. Like yeah, she, yeah. this is her fucking destiny. Well, I feel like thing. she's also been like the more like she's always been a conqueror, but not a good like ruler. You know what right. I mean? Like she's good at like breaking down places and like taking over, but once she's there, she's she, it always goes shitty. You, you know, know what I mean? And that and it kind of it's like she likes conquering. You know what I mean? I can't remember the dude's name. Who's the guy that she left in charge down south? Dario Naharis. Yeah. I wish there would have been a scene where we just saw where he was ruling down there and everything was going great. Yeah. Like, you know, there was like, yep. like it was just, a, it was easy living, 
tropical paradise down there. Yeah, but I remember like she took over like Yunkai, some of these slaver cities, and then she went to I don't know the bigger one, Marine, Marine, Marine and then and then like they went to shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she like she she's not really but good at kind of went to shit after she left. That's yeah. what I mean. Well, fairness. yeah, so that's I mean she's yeah. not good at really governing, but even and she had the uh, sons of the harpy. You know, it's like yeah. she always is better at kind of taking over than like ruling. The the other thing that weirded me out about that one scene where she's doing her Hitler speech is just that I feel like. From from day fucking one, it has always been about getting the Iron Throne. Yeah. And then to be like, okay, I got the Iron Throne. On this same day, I'm going to tell you we're going to sweep the rest of the fucking world and free them, too. Yeah. I just don't feel like that. Again, there could have been a time where she gained that motivation through, you know, someone telling her or reading a book or doing something. But there's never anything to indicate that she had, like, larger ambitions beyond that to me. Or there's not enough. What comes next is the Tyrion John bit after Tyrion's arrested. Um, Kit Harrington, I think, is the worst actor on the show. Like after watching this episode, he has the same face. I the know. same he makes the same face when he kills the woman he loves that he makes when he gets freedom and gets back reunited with his dog. Yeah, it's the same face. I, I love the line he, he keeps giving is, "You will always be my queen." Yeah. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> he just glowers a lot. You yeah. know, he just, just... The, his brow has to be like. Constantly furrowed. Yeah. yeah, it's just locked in this position now. A thing that hurts that whole se- season too is they just have no chemistry. None. No, no, absolutely like, not. Absolutely. I heard it said that last. Even, yeah. even in like their last moment, that's supposed to, that should be like romantic. I'm like, are they brother and sister? I mean, they're aunt and nephew, I guess, but they feel like brother and sister. Yeah, it's definitely. If there's anything I think they should have backdated, it's them meeting because they did not have enough time to sell what was very important to these last two seasons, that those two people loved each other. Yep. One thing we did get out of this episode is we finally know why Tyrion makes that funky face at the end of last season. Oh, yeah. Apparently, he was also in love right. with Daenerys, just yeah. like every so man stu- on this show, except that was for Grey so Worm. stupid. <laughs> like, why, why did Tyrion have to say that? Grey Worm and Ser Barristan, the only people that just willfully yeah. followed there were no feelings i did not like that it i, I didn't like that line at no all. so i mean i like that it at least tied up that thing i agree there yeah. it at least resolved that issue mm-hmm. one thing we did not get res- resolution to is whatever the frick cersei and Tyrion talked about yep yeah that's right yeah i think I it was sh- just poor editing yeah I yeah really no 100 percent. that's what yeah. that was um, what 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 moved you? Because I'll tell you the one scene that moved me the most, the only scene that moved me at all, where I had to like fight, you know, got a little got a little moist in the eyes, is when Brienne whooped out the uh, Kingsguard book. Oh yeah, yeah and that, started writing all of Jamie's accomplishments. I actually absolutely hated that. Well, we, that okay, was yeah, the, uh, let's, I'm on board with you. Okay, let's, that let's, was let's, the one that got me a little bit. I was like, oh my god, let's, I'm let's, feeling a little bit. Yeah, let's hit it. <laughs> let's hit it beat by beat. All right, so uh, John gets convinced by Tyrion. He doesn't tell him that, but he's convinced Tyrion by it. And Arya. Yeah. 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 Um, And, you know, goes up to meet Danny, who is, again... In- Why did they show that fucking horse last week? There was no, no fucking point. reason. I think just because it was so fucking sexy. <laughs> yeah. That was a very sexy I, horse. So when I watched it, and I thought, I was like, I'm not saying I'm smarter than those dudes are, but this is what I thought. Uh, going back to season one, the whole God of Death thing, right? Mm. And then you have, like, on a pale horse, and I was mm. like, oh... Ari is like becoming the god of death, and that's what I was confused it's, about. Because I was like, "Is the Bible in this second series thing now?" Uh, I was like, "Oh, they're, they're telling, trying to tell me that she is like the ultimate killer." Horse is gone, and she doesn't do anything nope. this episode. So that was dumb. Yep, just symbolism. She got out on a horse. <laughs> yeah, no, there is no symbolism. She rode a horse out of the city. That's what. Yep, it means. that's it. So anyway, Danny makes a, a short-lived uh, villain monologue about I feel bad counting she, the twenty. Yeah, counting the twenty. <laughs> she got killed monologuing. Yep, well, you know she's, she's a villain. She's the super villain. Yeah, uh, and then you know John, John stabs her because of course he does. Which again, if if we're looking at a larger scale from the the prophecies and greater things in this book, might mean that he's the prince that was promised. Who fucking knows? Who cares? It doesn't matter. We'll uh, get back to that. We I will get back to that. that. Uh, By the way, then the, the the best thing that should have happened on screen happens off screen, which is Grey Worm and John's interaction. Yes! Post death. Fuck! Yeah. I know, right? That's Especially because they've teased those two fighting. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, so hard. hard. So then Drogon comes in and is all sad and like Simba Mufasa's on, uh, <laughs> yep. on Danny. <laughs> and then because he apparently understands like politics, war, politics <laughs> and, and uh, power structures in Westeros burns the the Iron Throne yeah, so for Drogon. a symbolic satisfaction. Yep. See, uh, 
I like that, though. See, goddamn it. I said if I was going to reference any tweets that anybody said, I was going to memorize who did it. And I forgot who said this now. But somebody said that they thought the reasoning was that Drogon thought that the shark chair had killed his mommy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really on board with that. Yeah. I had heard that as well. It's fair. That's uh, good. And then he carries Danny's corpse to... We don't know. Who knows where. Yeah. Uh, it, hard cut. <laughs> yeah. Yep. To indeterminate amount of time later. Tyrion's, it's enough time for Tyrion's beard to grow double in length. Yes. Yeah. It's like a month? <laughs> who, who knows? I would say a, a, four, a fortnight, as Game yeah. of Thrones would say. Well, <laughs> I mean, he said weeks, but he, he didn't, didn't say, say how many yeah. weeks. Okay. I assumed about a month. Is what yeah. I yeah. yeah. And then it's just a bunch of assholes sitting in chairs. And then it's just the worst. Yeah. It just takes a hard left and it just gets We awful. got We got the, the main players from all the major houses, including more than the requisite amount of Starks and Bran's crippled ass. We got... Brianna Tarth. Brienne of Tark, we uh, we got. Uh, isn't Bronn isn't Braun sitting there? I didn't see him. I don't him. think Braun is sitting there. Oh, uh, we got Samuel Tarly. Yep. Uh, the Tully. Edmure Tully. Yeah. We got a new Dorn Prince. Yeah. A we got Yara Prince. Greyjoy. Yep. Uh, Waymar Royce and Robin Aaron, who we yep. haven't seen in quite a while, who is smoldering hit, real hit, hard. Hit the gym. And yeah. uh, well, you know, I had weird feelings about this because that dude is definitely doing like his his like Flynn Rider smolder the whole fucking time he's <laughs> sitting in that chair. <laughs> he does and I'm I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking to myself, man, we saw you suck on your mama's titty. Like, <laughs> this this is not a thing that you can pull off. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, it is. I would have never thought that that kid would grow up to look anything but weird and off place. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so to be fair, he's kind of succeeded in that. But It's the biggest turnaround since Neville Longbottom. (laughs) A lot of people have made that comparison. Yeah, yeah. But really, just turn it down for like half a second. Bunch of people we don't know. There is a awful democracy joke. Yep. And then there's a vote to decide who's the king, but it's not by the seven houses. It's just by people who are present, and as we've mentioned, not everyone deserves a vote in this circumstance. Yep. Uh, again, all three Stark children. I mean, it was it was clearly <laughs> unanimous, but yeah. also I can't believe that in the last fucking episode of the largest TV show of this fucking decade, Water Bottles. Well, that. Yeah. But, but also that we had <laughs> fucking time for that Edmure Tully bit where he stands up and talks. <laughs> okay. and I like that part. I like that bit. <laughs> Fuck you guys. See, I like I liked both that and I like the democracy joke. I thought oh, I hated the democracy. See, joke. the thing is, yeah. when the I was like, oh shit, this is about to happen, and I was like, you know, I think at one point I predicted this, so that makes it my fault. <laughs> this is awful. But then when it turns out they all laughed at him and mocked him, I thought that was a good scene. I thought that was. A good way to play. Like, no, that's not going to happen in this universe. This is still the dark, dark ages of this Earth life. I mean, place. honestly, yeah. objectively for Westeros, I think that's a bad idea. I'm not sure I support a democracy in Westeros. Right. Everyone's I, evil in Westeros. So. I mean, someone's going to slit his brand's throat good. In, a, in a week, and then Fuck that they're guy. all scheming again. They'll be back at yeah. war. Like, so, well, so they're, see, already, they're already scheming, you know what I mean? I, I'm going to get to this later, but I want to remember what you said right there, because you just hit on exactly why I like this ending. Oh, we'll they're doing. They're, yeah, it. they're definitely doing a sequel to this show. I'm not even talking about a sequel. <laughs> But yeah, go keep ahead. going. Keep going. Uh, what happens next? I will. I, I, you know, we. John, John gets punished to go to the wall. We've jumped over some things, but yes, John is apparently gets to go to the Night's Watch again. Tyrion becomes the hand. Yeah, so, that's Tyrion. a punishment. And, but yeah, Bran becomes king. I, I love that the internet said Grey Worm is the worst negotiator ever. <laughs> but why the fuck is Grey Worm negotiating at all? Like I well, don't really he's, understand. He's his, like the only appointed person. I know. I feel it, like he wanted to just go home. But I, I like the. Uh, well, yeah. Then who? Then why would he fucking care what happens to anybody? Well, that's also, why I feel like he sucks. Why would he respect like what the Night's Watch is if he's never fucking been to this country and doesn't know what the fuck these I people are? I think that they, that scene was a lot of it was about giving Tyrion a win. Like you put him, you know, any battle and stuff, he's not going to make a difference. But you put him in the situation where the best wordsmith is going to is going to win. And he wins in that situation. He doesn't deserve to win because his ideas are fucking terrible. Yeah, he literally is lost for like three seasons straight. Okay, Brand. but... Yeah, anyway. Come back. Let's just finish the episode. We'll, then we can we'll, talk do, about we'll do our best. Uh, yeah, John gets sent out to the Night's Watch to f- f- hootie who cares. Why does he even have to go? Because Grey Worm, he leaves. 
And then John yeah, goes 100%, after 100%. that. Like, Grey well, Worm's I mean, not coming back. I, I, I feel like it's... Well, I think that reflects in the ending, though. But we'll yes, get to that in a moment. So, yeah, I can't even remember. where there, There's, like, a Stark montage at the very end. There's a scene yep. where... Sansa becomes Queen of the North. Yeah. Queen of the North. She, they become an independent nation, which she's always been the hardest pusher yeah. for. And she gets some badass outfits when she becomes Queen. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Even though Dorne was an independent state longer than Westeros. She, I mean, no... Dorne would definitely try and get their So would he, fucking the Greyjoys. I know, it's, it's been their whole thing. I know, so none of it makes sense, but no. keep going. Arya goes out west to do fuck yes. all again? That's a spinoff. Yeah, 100%. Uh, see, uh, 100% spinoff. I mean, is, is she is she going to find Americos or something yeah. like that? Like, what, what was, <laughs> That would be crazy. You know, um, yeah, uh, I, I liked that. I think that was a good... I mean, it doesn't really... I don't I remember a, her ever having a great love for exploring. She just explored to find out how to kill. But. I have a point. There's a point to this, but I wanna, I, Before we get to that, I want to know that we're through everything. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, then there's a, a small council meeting of the new fucking power structure oh. in Westeros because one, we needed a new fucking small council and it's good to maintain all of the fucking terrible institutional things that led to all of the other problems we've had in this nation. But like sure. a master of whispers? So we got fucking Bran, the, the weird-ass cripple that's barely fucking human. We got Tyrion, who's been wrong about every fucking thing since he's been on this goddamn show. We got Bronn, who's just there a because people throat. like him. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we got Sam, who is not only a maester, but the grand maester, because I guess he's qualified for that, and he has written the Song of Ice and Fire, which, again, was a thing we predicted, but is the most cringeworthy thing he when wrote, they actually he say wrote, it. make it, it but, feel like it was an infomercial. It's like, yeah. oh, we've watched an eight million year infomercial. It made it seem like he wrote it in a day. Like He, he had no beard. He, the, he looked the same age. Look, it's it's like infamous that Martin loves like the whole scourge of the Shire thing, and that's one hundred percent what this episode was. But the fact that they did the there and back again, yeah, thing just blew my mind. Well, I, first of all, I loved the small council because I mean, what it stinks up to me is Tyrion just surrounded himself with a bunch of people he likes to hang out with, and the Onion Knight to do all the work. <laughs> like you know, Onion Knight is definitely the assistant manager there, and he's going to do all the actual work. And those other guys are just there for Tyrion to hang out with. I thought that was a great ending for those characters. I just can't believe the Davos survived this whole. Thing. <laughs> That's super I mean, fair. I, I think I, I also said this in an Master earlier episode. All, all I care about is if Davos survived, yeah. and he did. So I'm on. And. Seems to be doing okay. Yeah, Master, yeah, of, Ma- ships. Master uh, of Ships. Uh, Podrick is in the Kingsguard, and then we skipped over the most oh, important yeah, scene God. that you wanted to talk about. Which Podrick is, and Bran are both in the Kingsguard. Yeah, uh, I mean, is, it's bad for Podrick, though, because his whole power is in his dick, right? <laughs> <laughs> who, do you think be mas- dick. who do you think will be Master of War? Because that's what they were talking about. Who fucking cares? <laughs> um, but presumptively that Brienne is whatever the person in charge of the Kingsguard is, the Lord oh, Commander yeah, yeah. of the is, Kingsguard yeah, yeah, or whatever. Well, that's why she was sitting at the, the council. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll I tell you exactly. Exactly who ends up being master of war. The next time a, a war comes, they pull Jon Snow out of retirement and make him the master of war. If they can. Yeah. <laughs> Jon Snow ain't never coming back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so the, the the most important thing is that the show ends the way it began with, with some fucking Night's Watch leaving the wall in the mm-hmm. excursion to the north. But instead of the beginning where... You get uh, alerted to this idea of this evil army of the dead marching south. It's the army of the living marching north to reclaim their land. It's fucking beautiful. I hate this shit. I mean, I, I really did like that part. I did because too. I, 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 had, I had said earlier in the week, although I don't think I said it in the last episode, is like the only happy ending you could give to John is sending him north of the wall. Because that was the only time on the show he was happy. That was the only time he wasn't like drowning in miserable obligations. So him, Lee, you know, I took that as a happy ending. I took it. He's going with those people to start a new thing. And nobody's going to really give a fuck because who's going to check on the Night's Watch? It doesn't serve a purpose anymore. I mean, look, he wouldn't have been more happy in the Night's Watch, but I'm kind of worried because I don't think that I think he got the only hot wildling. I mean, that <laughs> I, I have not. Mine. All the other ones just seem dirty. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 I, that might be that might be the catch he hadn't thought. Of. <laughs> I like that he pet a ghost. Yes, fine. Yeah. Which finally, you know, yeah. made up for, you know, him bullshitting yeah. two seasons. I had texted you guys beforehand. I had wanted him to end up in the at least at the Night's Watch or, you know, no no farther south than the Wall. And I'm glad that we got that because I agree with you. The only time he's, he's ever been happy is when he was north of the Wall. And I also feel like there is something about circular storytelling in that it's important for characters to re-experience events 
but be a different person mm-hmm. when they do it. And so I feel like John has gone on this long journey and become a different person. And for him to end back up there is the right place for John to end. This, and it, it's my, really my issue with the whole episode is that I agree with the endings we get. I do think Sansa should be queen of the oh, North. Oh, absolutely. Or, you know, at least the steward of Winterfell or whatever. Like, she was the right person for right. it. It's just the same problem, is that we do enough to deserve that. Because that certainly that council scene where everyone's sitting there and electing and purging just be like, hey, I know you're my brother and you're the king now, so, like, let us be our own thing. And then no one else says a <laughs> damn oh, it's word. Like, Hold on, this seems like a stack deck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the problem. It's not that the choices were made were wrong. It's just how they were made is what's wrong. Also, Bran's line of, like, do you want to be king? I don't want to be king. Well, will you be king? Well, why do you think I came here? I, <laughs> that, fuck you, Bran. I'll be honest. When he said that, I thought, oh, this dude's fucking evil. Yeah, right. he is fucking evil. I don't know. Bran, they, they, they haven't developed Bran at all as a character. No. So There's a like, whole season without Bran in it. Yeah. That's, That's what I mean. And, like, you make him the final person on the chair. Like, we don't know Bran at all. Especially because right. he got weird the last mm-hmm. two seasons. Like, They're, they're definitely, I, again, if we're talking about a better written show, they're, uh, and talking about kind of, like, uh, coming back yeah. around to, to where you started, there is definitely a beautiful symmetry to his story if you frame it the right way. But for the most part, for the last three seasons, he's either been not there or just been a weird fuck in a chair. I mean, definitely, you know, from a storytelling aspect, it makes sense that he's kind of the guy, him getting pushed off that balcony is what got all these weird. Yeah, absolutely. Really yeah. So um, having him be the end of the thing is pretty good storytelling. I liked it. I know you guys don't like the execution of it, but mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a good I, A guy I work with, he had this really great idea, and he, he had similar opinions kind of to where I was about it. He was fine with the choices made. He didn't like how we got there. He said the whole bit with Tyrion, you know, his whole spiel was, you know, what would make it better is if there were points in the show where Bran were telling stories. Not just the whole, like, Aegon, you know, you yeah. are a Targaryen. No, absolutely. But, like, telling Brienne that, hey, you know why you're so tall? Because you're related to Duncan the Tall. Like, at this yeah. point where he's telling people their history, and you're like, so when Tyrion's given all that bullshit, it's like, oh, he has been doing that the whole time, mm-hmm. and that helps justify that decision. Well, you know what? The, it was another one of those things that happened off screen. It was, it, yeah, you know, the fire uh, Tyrion, you know, Tyrion yeah. asked him to tell yeah. him the story, and you know, also, also, what a this this is fucking Dumbledore in the in the train station of like a uh, author injection of you know it's the most powerful thing in Westeros is <laughs> stories. Right. Fuck you. I hate this video. I, I, <laughs> I, I also like that part. Uh, one of the things I really liked about that that part where Tyrion is just talking is how quickly he just jumps on. Here he here he is, first of his name, Bran the Broken. Yeah, I know. And there's a meme. It's, it's Tyrion. Bran the Broken. Bran. Yeah, actually, just Bran is cool. <laughs> Tyrion. Bran the Busted Up. Brand okay or <laughs> Tyrion Brand the wheelie wheelie legs no feely. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking like there was no consultation. It's yeah. just Brand the bro. Well, I have other qualities. I'm not just a guy. <laughs> He's in a an ableist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I think we exchanged some jokes about this earlier though. But it was kind of fucked up that Sansa just told everybody without asking <laughs> that Brand's dick didn't. Work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does everybody on this show know what's going on with everybody else's dick? <laughs> That's yeah. the most only thing that matters in Westeros. Like, like you know, like it's so when, annoying. When Theon got his dick cut off, he he should have been able to keep that secret. Like, you know, he, <laughs> Ramsey told everybody. Wearing, he wore pants all the time, you know? Yeah. Like, 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 I don't know. Everybody just always knows what your dick status is. I think it's a <laughs> weird world to live in. God, that was so... <laughs> so, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about was I did like how the dire wolf names lined up with the fates of the characters of, of the show. John essentially does become a ghost and just disappears off into the, in the north. Nymeria, that's exactly what happened to Nymeria. She sailed off to the west, just like Arya does. Lady, Sansa does become the Lady of Winterfell. And Summer, that Bran is the, you know, resolution to the long Yeah, also, like this, that, that was the shortest fucking winter yeah, on the planet. Yeah, did the winter go away it, that I'd, quick? Actually, I didn't think it was winter. I, I, I do think it's ash. Well, it looks like winter because, like, the clouds and well, stuff. But but, it, well, we'll come back to it. But it's supposed to be winter, but then when they're going north of the wall... It's fucking. There's green. Yeah, yeah. So green. it's like I know. It's like a. a I'm talking about in King's Landing. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, but I'm, I'm saying I'm, at the end. I'm talking about the shortest fucking. Is season that one year yet. winner? I don't know. Anyway, carry on. No, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> the dog names lined up with their fates. I, I like, like that. that. No, I didn't know that. I don't know. It sets up to me like they're gonna do a movie or something or another Zeke show I mean, in 20 years. Like 
Well, I, Macy certainly doesn't have New Mutants coming out. So. Well, no, I'm saying there's a couple spinoffs, but Macy definitely right away. <laughs> she's going to go explore the West. But I think there's this whole property. You come back in 20 years and you you know you make John a little older. You know, Brand's dying, and you could do it all. You know, the same. <laughs> but I, that, that was the point I was I was referring to. I was going to get to earlier. Yeah, I liked that there was ambiguity in the end as to their fates, to where I can still keep thinking about it. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, I read this David Lynch quote one time where, you know, he was getting shit about ending his series for a second time in a way that, you know, very few people could understand. And he and he basically said, look, anytime I get closure at the end of the story, that's when I stop thinking about, it. you know, uh, I'll still be thinking about this for a while because, you know, what is going to happen when Grey Worm finds out that Jon Snow's just set himself free, you know? Uh, yeah. You know, how is, like, a, you know, crippled guy going to be able to defend himself as the as the king of the most cutthroat place on Earth? He walks know? into a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good... Because, yeah, because then, also, what happened to the dragon? Where did it go, you know? Is Danny going to end up being the new Night King? Did he take... <laughs> did the dragon take her north of the wall? Well, there... I, okay. I think Danny went to... Um... Our Drogon took Danny to uh, Valeria. Valeria. That's I think, what everyone seems to think. I think that's kind of where their home was, you know. I think, like most animals, he was like, "Okay, well, this thing that I was fond of is dead now, so it's a snap." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think he ate her. Yeah, <laughs> I forget there. There is like an actual statistic on like uh, how long your cat will leave your body out of love before it eats you, right? And it's not very long. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, speaking of that, I have a whole list of unanswered questions, but there is definitely a uh, symmetry of Jon Snow's arc and, like, the legends about the Night King, who mm-hmm. is supposedly a former Targaryen, who is also supposedly the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, who goes north and gets seduced yep. by, you know, like, that's that's the, the mythology. And then, again, with... with uh, we're not going anywhere with the series now because D and D are fucking done with it. Apparently, but, I, I I love that the nickname has become D and D, but I also kind of hate it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but it does. It could set it up for uh, again a larger arc to maybe find out what the fuck the White Walkers were about. <laughs> Absolutely, at the end of the episode, I thought to myself, "Oh, that's a really beautiful ending for John." He could totally become the new Night King. Now. Yeah, absolutely. Like that was like my immediate thought. I mean. You know, obviously more than you guys, I liked these last few seasons. I thought it was... I'm definitely not signing any fucking petitions, that's for sure. <laughs> that's the saddest part of humanity. I, You're not going to sign some, a fucking petition? <laughs> uh, first of all, Stephen King liked the ending. If Stephen King liked the ending, I don't know more than Stephen King. But, he doesn't have very good endings, J.P. I, I, uh, I would... Okay, The Stand doesn't have a great ending. <laughs> But Me- other things he's done has a great. Carrie has a great fucking ending. The Mist doesn't. He's I, hit or miss. He I think The Mist so has much. a great fucking ending. The movie version has. Do a you better think we don't have Tower? enough shit to talk about on this episode? Are you fucking kidding well, me? I was just saying I like Stephen. It's King. my fault. But, but anyways, <laughs> uh, what was what was I, I was I was going somewhere with this. I can't remember who said this. It's another thing I really want to give credit to. But as far as the petition thing, it's great to be Fred Savage in The Princess Bride. It's fucking stupid to be Kathy Bates in Misery. Yes. And that's what these fucking well, guys are with their That's why art. he wrote Misery. Oh, really? He, Stephen King wrote a fantasy novel called The Eyes of the Dragon or something, and people hated it because right. it wasn't a horror book. It was a fantasy novel. And so he wrote Misery as a tribute to all the people who wrote <laughs> his evil fan mail. So you're dead on already, but that's, what right. that's where it comes from. But... Um, I mean, I can understand not liking the ending of the things. There's, but again, as I said in the last episode, I just don't know if you can end one of these shows that have like 20 or 30 main characters in a way that's going to satisfy most people. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't know that you can do it with one main character. We all saw the ending to Dexter, right? I mean, we got to yeah. agree, this is better than well, that. I mean, Dexter, I Dexter had a great ending. It was just the season, season four. four yeah. <laughs> no, I just guarantee this is coming back. Well, they the, left the, enough characters alive where well, it's going to be doing the prequel show. Well, as like a movie or something, there'll be a sequel with all these people coming back. I just, as long as they kept Jon Snow alive, that was... I, I mean, You can do a million true. things now. You know, Aegon's still out there, Targaryen, you know? Mm-hmm. They Particularly can be, since Jon Snow being like four foot eight is not probably not going to have a lot of lead yeah. roles after this. He's in Dink- Pompeii. <laughs> Everyone saw that movie. Peter he, he Dinklage. Talks shit about that. Like, yeah, those people aren't doing anything. I guarantee you that they come back and... They'll figure something out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird because, like, they've all been in things, 
Like, I feel like Sophie Turner. No, Sophie Turner is going to be fine. She's she is good as Jean Grey, but like we all know that career is ending after right. next month. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Macy Williams, like that new Mutants movie, we're never going to see. Nope. Kid Arrington had Pompeii, which was terrible. These people are all on the biggest show in history, and they can't get good jobs. Actually, you know who I could see doing the best after the end of this? Onion Knight. Yeah. Show movies and shows are always going to need an old dude who can who can lay out exposition and make it seem uh, like dialogue. That's Liam Cunningham, right? Like, yeah, I feel yeah. like he's been in shit. Yeah, but he's I, been around forever. Yeah, I just can't remember what exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if you kind age, of like the Onion Knight, right? If you age everyone up twenty years and come back at this, and you know, you could do a lot with a different story. They just they didn't. There's still a lot you could still do yeah. with it. All right, we got to move on to something. I do. Yeah. I, I wanted. I just just because I had written down all do the, the, all the fucking things. Are you ready? So these, so these are all outstanding things that I had questions about, either about the series as a whole or just about this specific episode. Uh, so who was the prince that was promised? Did it fucking matter? Apparently not. Uh, did it even matter that John was a Targaryen? Nope. Yeah. No, that plus, why did it matter he got raised from the dead? Absolutely true. Uh, well, actually, what what was the fucking Lord well, I mean, it did yeah. matter he got raised from the dead. They did wouldn't it? have been an army to stop the... Someone else could have filled that fucking void, yeah. I feel like. What, what, I guess the, the Lord of Light's plan was specifically for the fucking White Walkers. Yeah, that's so. not even true. I, I, it's, I can't, I ha- we have to talk about that for a second. The Lord, of the, the Lord of Light is the same, probably the only actual deity in this world. At least that we get the impression. At least in the show. At least in the show. And we get the impression that the eggs come from a people group that worship the Lord of Light. So... Why in the why in the world would he give the eggs to this woman and she be evil the whole time and not even be the one who kills the Night King? Because you could argue that when the Azora High prophecy is fulfilled, it's John killing Danny, and that Danny's the real evil the whole time. Yep. Not the Night King. Yep. And so is it just the Lord of Light playing a game where he both gives you the villain and the hero, and everyone's just a toy? in his machinations because it doesn't really make sense why he would bring John back from the dead and why he would give Danny dragons if he's just going to pit them against each other because he is the force responsible for both of those things. It's fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just some dark religious machinations going on there. Uh, this one we've already addressed. Does Drogon understand symbolism? No, he was just worried about the pointy objects. Right. I, also, that scene would have been so much better if he had just tried to kill John, and then John doesn't burn because he's a Targaryen. That would have been way and better. And the throne coincidentally melts in the process. Yep. Uh, this one we already did. Why did Sam and Brienne Waymore get a vote? We don't fucking know. No reason. Uh, I mean, I still think we answered on Sam. I don't know Brienne. He's not a, one of the fucking major houses. He's right. a Tarly. Tarly's not one of the major That's houses. That's what I mean. Only no, they're like not. Five noble people left in the kingdom. Everyone else is yeah, dead. Hang I on, just feel hang like on. there's yeah, no, no more Lannister no, house. It's hold gone. on, no, no. The, Tyrion is the bronze. But I mean, he's yeah. in so, Bron so, should be so, the one so over look, him. Seven kingdoms. Bronze. We, got, we got we got the fucking Starks. Yeah. We got the fucking Lannister. Yep. Uh, we got the Tar. Uh, not sorry, sorry, We got the uh, the Tully. That's what I meant. We got yep. the Martell. We got the Aaron. Uh, there's no more fucking Highgarden people, but and maybe Braun is that's that That's what I mean. Braun should be there but before. But we don't have any Tarly. confirmation that that's actually happened. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember what the other one is. But there's only one other one, and it's not that. Dorn. No, I already did Dorn. You already okay. did Dorn. I can't remember. Doesn't matter. But it's not the Tarly. Yeah. Storm's in. Tarly. Yes, and Gendry's fucking there. Yeah. Yeah, Tarly his, shouldn't be there. In his silly it little really, suit. It really annoyed already, me. They, they already have viewed Sam as the Archmaester. Yeah, I guess. I don't, He's been the only a, somewhat religious figure... In the last four years. What happened to the old Archmaester? What, what happened to every other maester in the fight? I, I, I agree with you. I'm yeah, saying the yeah, way those yeah. characters viewed him is that he was already there. He's, he's talking. He's like, a, he shouldn't even been there, and he was talking. Yeah. Was well, <laughs> absolutely. And yeah, why are we listening to Tyrion? He's always wrong. Why Bran? Is he even a good person? Is he even a person? Did he set John up to fail by telling him that he's a Targaryen? Uh, Non-empathetic leader sounds like a bad decision. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what in, what does and doesn't he know? Like, is he omniscient? Is he not omniscient? Can he see everything from the past? Can he can see he, the future? Can, what, can he see that he's had visions of the future? Uh, remember when he fucking changed the past? I guess we're never going to pay off for that. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, yeah. What do you think Dario's doing? <laughs> was, right, that, that's my... Yeah. 
Um, I do feel like that's the one guy. I feel like that guy should have probably been there. Yeah, they it seems like it. Out I did guy. see some guy who like fan wrote like his own um, like cut scene after credit scene, yeah. which was that instead of going to Noth, that they went back to Essos and Dario Grey Worm tells Dario everything. He's like, "Oh fuck it, we're going." <laughs> Oh, I like that. <laughs> Dar- Darius <laughs> fucked half of Marine by now. He doesn't give a shit yeah, about that. I, I, yeah. I bet he misses her zero percent. Yeah. Uh, what's going to happen to the Dothraki without a call? Because they're not going to fucking follow yeah, the Well, there's Grey like Worm. 12 of them left, so I don't think... That's, that's what like, I thought, but apparently but the, they keep apparently, reproducing. Apparently that's what enough, I mean. Apparently yeah. there's enough to fill a, a Nazi square. <laughs> but they all got snuffed out at Winterfell, but then they're all... Yeah. Everyone, I'm watching over my film, and like, they retreated. I'm like, we saw hundreds <laughs> of fires <laughs> go yeah. out. You saw, like... Eight dudes come yeah. back. So yeah. Anyway, uh, why is Sam Grain Maester? Was there no one more experienced for that position? Uh, why is Grey Worm respect the Night's Watch or what it what it represents? He's never fucking lived there. Uh, why is Grey Worm in charge? Why does Grey Worm even care? I'm very confused about his emotional state versus like when he was originally just like a soldier and now he's got emotions mm-hmm. and he's seen every fucking other person abandon Danny because she's fucking crazy. I don't know. Very confused about it. I mean, that one makes sense to me relatively. Oh, yeah. What, what were Cersei and Tyrion talking about in that episode yeah. that got cut off? Uh, what was up with the fucking horse? Uh, White Walkers, what was their deal? <laughs> Did they even matter? Did they have a fucking reason Not for anything? All. Not at all. I, I, I will say, I think if there is one mistake they made in this last season that I find a problem with is that the White Walker thing should have went to the end. They should have found a way to have resolve both conflicts at once. I just Because it feels like halfway through the season, they resolved a fight with the concept of death and then the rest of the season was just a disagreement. It's, absolutely. It's, it's the scourge of the Shire. That's that's what it is. Is yeah. that you defeat the great death, evil. You yeah, defeat right. the great evil to come home more experienced and battle ready than you ever have been to find crazy Sauron running around the you know, the Shire. Right, right. And so instead of crazy Sauron, it's crazy Cersei. Right. What was up with Craster's babies that were getting sacrificed in the early seasons and Number turned into one, White Walkers? my biggest question There's, that never got Presumptively, they were, according to Craster, I knew there were like 90 of them. What? That well, never they became, fucking they got, became the White Walkers. Yeah, but how, how many White okay, Walkers did we ever fucking see? White Walkers? Well, they all blew up. Presumptively, night. yeah, but where were they? Were they just like hanging we out up north seen, playing Fortnite? What the right. fuck happened? Craster, yeah. he talks about there's a bunch of them and we've only seen like Eight White Walkers. I feel like they have a little town. Maybe. I, but, but again, <laughs> what, was, White what, what was their fucking deal? Are they sentient? Do they have a mission? That's What's I mean, their it, fucking it, plan? The show's, the show's uh, bad. In the book, didn't you tell me there is no Night King? That the, well, they, they have hinted a, at it. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah, never legend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, also, as we were talking about earlier, White Walkers, uh, did they fucking bring winter with them when they marched down? Now that there are no more White Walkers, is there no more winter? Is that just like a thing now? Yeah, winter went away. Uh, yeah, after was, they yeah, killed was, the Night King, it was apparently like, fucking... It was three months. Because they talk about, they say, like, you've never known winter, there's only been summer, because there hasn't been a long night, but yeah. it's not like there's been incursions by the Night King yeah. that rapidly. Yeah. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, remember those children of the forest people that are still hanging out up north? The ones that created the White Walkers in the first place? What are they up to? Well, the show gives us the impression there's only one of them, and she's dead, but... Did they tell you that she was only the only one, though? No, I'm just saying it gives you the impression yeah. that she's Ooh. the only one you see. Was anyone else getting mad? Mad Queen vibes from uh, Sansa? No. No, I think yeah. she was just satisfied. I don't, I don't know. I could see that happening. No. See, I, I, I started this season with, oh, Sansa's going to be the new Cersei. She's, yeah. she's got... I still think she could. But Sansa, I, the, she would never have apologized if that were the case. She knows she did something wrong to get what she wanted, and she said she was sorry for it. Cersei yeah. would never do that. Danny sure as hell would never do yeah. that. The North guys sure love raising their sword and... They sure do. And chanting, God, in the North. That seems ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Leanna Mormont would be so proud. <laughs> if I was, but she got crushed to death. If I was saying that, like, put your fucking swords down already, guys. You know, enough's enough. You're, you're clearly not very good at this. <laughs> Santa has spent so much of the last two years just sitting in front of that fireplace. Yeah. Like sixty percent of her. I mean, to be fair, she's she spent a lot of the last most of the series getting passed over by other male <laughs> characters, including fucking her wheelchair bound freak brother. Yeah. Why would uh? Why would Brienne and, and Pod be guarding? I want to be clear before this episode goes out. He's not a freak because he's in a wheelchair. He's got other things that make <laughs> we, him a freak. We know the fact that he can't emote with his face. It was important for me to make that clarification. Yeah. You 
You've already offended people in wheelchairs <laughs> last totally week. true. You offended with way other stuff. But no, wouldn't Navy oh, Garden... Oh, you should have Go back and listen to last week's episode. <laughs> oh, God. Wouldn't Navy Garden uh, Sansa, though? Queen of the North? Wouldn't they be like Sansa's uh, well, queen? I think they made her king... They made him king's guard, but... I feel like... Podrick certainly never really had that commitment. Yeah, but I feel, like, I feel like... I feel like It does maybe Brienne should have stayed with, with Sansa. Yeah, yeah that was kind of I would have split them up. That would have been yeah. cooler. Yeah. Oh, pod, pod. oh, the Jamie scene. I was about to say, we we have to move on, but I know you had feelings about it. I just think she should have just wrote, the fucking in, by the way, I'm a badass, Sir Brienne of Tarth, See, uh, and started her own story. I mean, That's I, what I would have preferred. Look, I think I think it should have been both, because I, I understand that a lot of people are mad that she's like, you know, Jamie did this petty thing to her and fucking left her, and you know. I get that makes her a better person to write, like, the right. story. I, I, I mean, I think that's more yeah. consistent with her character, both in that, like, that is the more honorable and dutiful thing, and also, she is probably the only living person who has seen this other side of what everyone else sees as just yeah, a fucking monster. You're right, it should be both, I agree But, but it, yeah, it should have been, she wrote all that, and then turned to the next page and wrote, you know, Brienne of Tarth. And then, like, that was when they cut to the next scene. Yeah. That's when it should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I don't have a problem with that scene, but agree. I definitely think that should have been in there. That's it. Okay, no, that's fair. Uh, do we have anything else before we put this fucking thing to bed? Until we see other great memes that we have to talk oh, about yeah. next I, week. I want to talk about, like, the most emotional I got was when Brienne was writing in Jamie's uh, accomplishments. Mm-hmm. That uh, brought it to Yeah, no, I, that was, I that think was that was the most emotional moment. And John Petten Ghost. Other than that, <laughs> and Drogon, maybe Carrie and Danny. Anything with the animals, basically. <laughs> Are you calling Brienne an animal? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, um, yeah, worse Jamie than Jamie treated her as such. But. Worse than Transformers. Yeah, I'm going to say better. I, I enjoyed it while I was watching. I would enjoy watching Look, it again. It's it's got eight seasons with a total of, what was it, 73 episodes. Yep. Four, 40 of those episodes are great. Mm-hmm. And then of the remaining seasons, maybe 10 to 15 are great. So, so I'd say overall it, the series it lands is better, better than, better than Lost. It lands better than Lost. Uh, see, I I I disagree on that, but that that's kind of the point. I I I just think it's hard to land a show yeah. that has that many moving. Like, say you look at something like Baking Breaking Bad. Even though there's a lot of characters on it, it was really just Walter's story. Yeah, and you basically had four options for Walter. He can live, he can die, he can get away with it, or he can get caught. And they went with getting away with it by dying, which was the right ending. Yeah. It's easy to land it for one dude, though. Landing it for, like, 40 people is oh, yeah. harder. Yeah. And, you know, the only the only exception I can think of to that, one where everybody's, one with a huge cast and everyone's happy with the ending, is The Wire, but that shit doesn't even count. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, the thing is, which actually I can think of someone in this room that doesn't really like the last season of Wire. The last season of The Wire is not very good. Yeah, you don't like it. <laughs> no, don't no, like yeah, it. yeah. But, I mean, I, the thing is with The Wire is its whole thing is nothing you do matters, really. You know, almost. <laughs> that, you know, that the game is just going to keep happening. So, having no closure on a character, on one character, but then having closure on another just doesn't really make a difference on it. So, it's almost exempt from these I'm trying to think of a show that, that ends well. I think The Office ends well. I think most of, most of the back half of The Office is not good. But I think the last season comes on fairly strong, and I think the the, the series finale is a good episode for what The Office was, and that's a big cast. I yeah, mean, that it's is a, total, a big it's, cast. It's, it's it's a comedy. I guess it's totally different. But well, uh, I, I think I think people who like Parks and Rec say the same thing about it. No, I never finished Park and disagree. Parks and Rec, so I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I I I say that about no. Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock might be my favorite show ever, yeah. and uh, it get things sort of get less consistent in the last last few. Seasons, I love the last episode, but though. the last. Episode's good. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of one that, that really ends very well. <laughs> the, the bit with Jack sailing away for like five seconds and coming back, I've got it, Lemon. Dishwashers yeah. with glass in the front. I fucking love that. Yeah. That's... I think about that joke every once yeah. in a while and it makes me laugh. Um, I, I just think it's a hard thing to land. And, yeah. you know, and, and, I think it's more prevalent now with the internet. For sure. Like, and, 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 yeah, no, I mean, it definitely is harder with the amount of people that are invested in it. With, that with have the podcasts amount of that but you yes, can listen to. Because yeah. everybody's wrote their ending for 40 different characters. That's a, yeah, this, with all the different yeah. options. Like, you know, I talked about Walt and his four options. Well, let's say you've got a character that, a show that has, let's say, even 10 main characters. And they all have four options. That's a lot of options and a lot of room for a lot of people to be disappointed. Yeah. You ready for my argument? What? Endgame. Okay, Endgame, 
I, you know, Endgame, I was, it's funny because I was about to say, no, that's a movie, but that really is a TV show. The yeah. Marvel Universe. Yeah. It's 22 episodes. There's 22 episodes. episodes. <laughs> yeah. Just well, like a and, normal or season. If you, I, I even say if you go by hours, if you're, if they're, if you go by the hours of that, it's about the hours of the length of a, of a whole TV yeah. run. You know, there's about like 60 hours. Of it. Yeah, I, here's sure. the thing. I agree with what you're saying that I understand that it's, it, it's always going to be hard to stick the landing with the, the big ensemble cast, even as you're paring it down over the seasons. But just because it's hard, doesn't mean I feel like I, we need to give them a pass, but, especially I mean, for a show that is literally the biggest show with a f- seemingly limitless budget. But what I'm saying is I'm not saying it's, hard to do it i'm saying i don't necessarily agree that these shows aren't doing it i'm just saying they're not living up to the expectations of armchair writers at home and i think that's a bullshit thing to judge it by this is kind of semi-off topic semi still on topic you know we had a heated text discussion this week about less jedi and uh (laughs) comparing because these guys are going on and, and writing their own star wars movies oh after this by the way i've decided i'd rather have ryan johnson I was okay. I was on board with D and D, but now I want Ryan Johnson. My my issue with the with D and D being, I thought those guys were so great at taking something that already existed and making it available for television. Mm-hmm. But when they became responsible for the story, they don't understand how to develop characters or combine the idea of character and plot. And uh, I think that was just really prevalent in these last few seasons. And it again comes down to what we've talked about at length. More time means you can slow down the plot and increase character development. And that's really what it needs. I don't think as many people have problems with the the choices as you're saying they do, Jay Hugh. I just don't think people, I just think the general consensus is we don't feel like they were developed enough to make sense. I, I mean, one thing I will agree with, these these last two seasons should have been full seasons. Yeah. They, they needed a little bit more time to... A little more meat on the bone. A little, little bit more time to sell some of the relationships we had been building. For, for. sure, you're absolutely right on, on John and Danny, because it feels like John gets there, his entire focus is on Dragon Glass, then his entire focus is on catching a white, and then all of a sudden they're boning on a boat. Right. <laughs> and it doesn't really seem like where did the development that he was in love with this woman came from. I mean, really, it mostly seemed like, hey, we're both short. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, um, but we should probably move on. Absolutely. Yep. So Game of Thrones, it's in the books. It's over. Done. So, okay. As a series, where I, do we go? I, better I, or I said than better than Transformers oh, because I think better. it's, it's got more. Yeah. I, I definitely go better. Yeah, better, better. I don't. I don't think something ha- even having a bad ending can necessarily ruin the. No, whole. no it's, it's lost. I don't See, think I, it ruins it. First of all, I don't think it has a bad ending. And second of all, I don't think it... How can well, it ruin if you... I won't go back and watch another shitty Kate flashback episode because I know what? I'm not <laughs> investing time in this bullshit show anymore. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with you. The Kate flashback episodes are not <laughs> Those are the worst ones. I just, I just, they were a chore to get through. Some of this, There are some... Anyway, we're not as, as a As a prissy armchair analyst who loves this shit, I hate to like tell somebody, oh, you should watch Game of Thrones. It's really great for four seasons. And then it's okay. And then it doesn't end great, but really the first four seasons are really good. <laughs> and you're going to want to finish it after you get through that part. Yeah. It, 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 See, but unlike Dexter, where you can get to season four and be like, stop, it has an ending. Right. Don't keep watching. Uh-huh. Right. This show, you have to finish. Right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, that's Game of Thrones. I, I hope uh, you as the listener have, have gleaned more satisfaction out of the ending than most of us have. But well, that probably was so boring to listen to. I, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I don't apologize. This is, well, this is what you signed up for. I, you know, uh, inside pool, but I think I think the first take was going stronger. <laughs> so anyway, what have we been watching? I will start because I've watched a fuck ton of shit. And it's all TV shows. So I'm still watching that uh, Death Parade anime oh, ab- yeah. about, uh, you know, where... People die at the same time, and they have to go to this, like, purgatory Purgatory. to play, like, a parlor game to determine whether they go to heaven or hell. It's just, it's a ridiculous premise. I I just love, (laughs) I I love things. What's What's the parlor game? Well, like, pool or darts or (laughs) an arcade game. Uh, And I I like the fact that I appreciate stories where everything makes sense, but I also like things where things are just, oh, that way because... Like the, the, the setting of where they like play these games is like a hotel bar that was probably the coolest and mod- most modern hotel bar in like the 50s and hasn't been updated since then. And it's, I don't know, it's like a great fucking weird setting for the, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm into it. It doesn't make sense, but it's an entertaining show. 
Uh, Attack on Titan is still good. The new season's still coming out. That's a show that I feel like achieves what Game of Thrones wants to achieve. Like, the stakes on that show feel high every week, and it's just, it constantly feels like everyone should die all the time. Um, I, I started The Wife on My Hero Academia, because why not? <laughs> She's enjoying it so far. Uh, we, she also wanted me to mention that we watched the Michelle Wolf stand-up on uh, HBO, Nice Lady. Very funny. And I passive watched the most recent <laughs> episodes of What We Do in the Shadows, mostly because I wanted to get to the episode with all the famous people in it. And all the famous people are in it. It's everyone who's ever played a vampire in anything. <laughs> they even make jokes about some of the people they couldn't get. Cause, uh, so it's all like, you know, it's Tilda Swinton, the, the original What We Do in the Shadows folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Trejo's there. There's like just a Wesley bunch. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes is on Skype in the episode, <laughs> but like they in the show, like Tilda Swinton, her vampire name is Tilda, and, and you know, like each one is their own. And then they're like, "Is there anybody else that, that should be here?" Like we tried to get uh, we tried to get Tom and Brad, but they were you know they're oh of course they're very busy. <laughs> you know? And I don't know, it's it's a really funny gag. It's a show that doesn't have like jokes, but like the the visual gags and and like just situational gags are pretty good. What's, uh, is that a streaming? It's so on FX. It's on FX, but it's on Hulu. Okay. So check it. I may Did check you watch it. the movie? No. Do I need to watch? Which no, I you watch? don't need to watch it. But it's the movie's funny. You should just watch the movie. Where is the movie streaming anywhere? Probably. It's Amazon Prime. It's on there. Yeah. I'll check that out. You like Taco Watiti? Yeah, like that's what court? I mean. That's what makes me. That's why. That's what. Oh makes yeah, me no, watch you'll it. definitely like it. Yeah, yeah. So that's it for done. me. Is it? I have watched a lot of John Wick. <laughs> how how many times have you watched John Wick? Uh, no, I mean, I watched John Wick 1, John Wick 2, and John Wick 3. Um, yeah, John Wick 3 is really good. I don't know. We're not going to do an episode on it, I guess. Yeah, it's like got some really, really cool action scenes that are like nuts. Like it's the the gunplay in those movies are out of this. Like whoever like mixed the sounds on the guns, they just sound real. Like the headshots, a lot of the actions like pretty nuts. Um, kind of feels like an anime. I think you guys would like it. it kind of fits in like a Kill Bill kind of universe. And I watched the first two. First one's really good. First one was a lot better than I remember. I thought I remember it being like smaller kind of action, mm-hmm. but there's like a scene where he like rolls in the nightclub and he just like, <laughs> yeah, God, so good. That scene's crazy. Yeah. It is so cool. And I can remember specifically thinking about that screen. Oh yeah, what I need is another nightclub gunfight. Like you know, I can go back and watch. All nine ceilings of Alias if I need to see that <laughs> shit or something. But it's fucking great. Yeah, it's real cool. And then there's a scene in the second movie where he fights Common that's... Really, so good. Yeah, really fucking cool. So yeah, definitely check those out. Um, That's pretty much it. I will say, well, the thing I like about the first John Wick is, like, I feel like John Wick 1 hits, like, the actual emotional beats harder than any other yep. one. Um, so it, it does feel like a more personal story. The rest are kind of more about this larger mythology about yeah. the, this assassin society and the legend of John Wick. But the first one is kind of fun. It becomes because, more like a blockbuster, the bigger. Yeah, 100%. Gets, yeah. Sure. I watched Les Mis this week. Still Russell like, Crowe? Yes. Still like one of my favorite movies ever. I want to watch the PBS show. It just ended, but it's been airing at the same time Game of Thrones comes on. Uh, so I have not. Did Anne Hathaway make you cry? Uh, she didn't, and we'll talk about that off Are you as down, Are you as down as Russell Crowe singing as uh, Nips is? I think Russell Crowe does a great job. See, my me, least favorite me part. Me too. My favorite, my least favorite part of that movie. Autotune does the best job for <laughs> Russell Crowe on uh, that. But. Is uh, Hugh Jackman. I well, just yeah, don't. I just, I just can't buy Hugh Jackman as an actor. What? Uh, <laughs> can't do what? it. Yeah. Like entirety? Yeah, I've really soured on the guy. <laughs> what? Have you guys seen that stupid circus movie? It ruins the rest of it. From Water for Elephants? <laughs> <laughs> the other stupid scene. <laughs> the one with singing in it. Um, I the, wa- the one where Christoph Waltz is actually the good guy. Yeah. Uh, I watched Brave, which I hadn't watched in a long time. I have said at length, I think that's the worst Pixar movie. You said that last week. You did. And it is true. Uh, <laughs> reconfirmed that yeah. suspicion. Um, I read the second part of the Thrawn trilogy, uh, Dark Force Rising. I like it. I think it's actually better than the first one. I had only read the first one for a long time. That dude really knows how to write those characters, like, really well. 100% that dude knows how to write uh, those If characters. you've ever read any of the other, like, Legends books, I don't think anyone quite captures the voices of Luke, Han, and Leia as mm-hmm. well as he does. I also, because we talked about it, went back and rewatched Last Jedi. Still like it, still a fan. I like it more now because the more I know about the legend stuff, the more I can see Ryan Johnson's also a fan. A lot of the like details in that movie um, are really pulled from that extended universe stuff that is no longer canon. He tried to
tried to bring a lot of that stuff back in. Like the green milk? Like Dreadnoughts, like Benicio Del Toro's character. All of that is, not the character itself, but um, what is it called? I just... Codebreaker? No, it's, it's got a name, and I can't remember what it is. It is a Codebreaker, but it's got like a, a name, hmm, and I can't Star remember. Star Wars-y name. All of that is from the Thrawn trilogy. The like Dreadnought-class ship, which is the ship that um, Snoke yeah. is on, yeah. that is like the plot point of the trilogy, is finding those bo- uh, yeah. those ships. And then I read uh, some older comics-ish. I read Avengers Age of Ultron, which, if you're unfamiliar, has absolutely nothing to do with the movie. They just took the name. If you're looking for an Ultron comic, I do not recommend this one, because he's not in it. <laughs> at all. He is ruling from the future through vision in the present. And uh, there are cool scenes in it, but it gets real kind of timey-wimey. There's a scene where there are two Wolverines arguing whether or not they should kill Hank Pym. It's strange. Sounds about right. it's a mess. You yeah. know, it's Brian Michael Bendis at one. I mean, he still is probably the biggest name in comic. Books, yes. But at one point it was deserved and he takes a turn and probably, you know, they're like when any sort of turn, there's debates on, oh, is it still good? Is it not? Yeah. But the one where everybody was like, hey, man, what the fuck happened with this dude was Age of Ultron because it's yeah. just a mess. There yeah. is a point where Luke Cage takes on the force of an atomic bomb and I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. But. Most and it has some time. really good artwork. Yeah, it does. You know? It does and look It's great. one that has a lot of different artists, which I don't usually like. I'll usually like, like one consistent vision, but this works it pretty well. Yep. Hmm. That's about it. Cool. I will. I am going to start the Hawkeye series tonight. Hawkeye series is the yep. shit. That's the best stuff. All right. Um, last week, I, I sort of mentioned a little that I had started reading The Immortal Hulk, the new run of The Hulk. I've continued reading that, and it's fucking awesome. Is Bruce Banner Hulk, or is it Adam Mischow? It's, 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 it's Bruce Banner Hulk. Basically, uh, you I know... he died. Uh, well, you know, Civil War II yeah. was a contender for being the worst crossover event ever, except for, you know, uh, Secret Empire came out in the same year, so it wasn't even the worst one that year. <laughs> you didn't but like Secret Empire? I did not. But yeah, the Hulk dies in it, and I wasn't going to try this book initially, because I'm sick of them bringing back, killing characters and bringing it back. But they actually made that the premise of this. The Hulk now can't die. And that that's how he becomes the Hulk. Bruce Banner has to die to then become the Hulk later at night. So he's like a werewolf. So basically, it, they've reinvented the series as a horror series. And, you know, Hulk's had various uh, personas over the years. This new persona is calling himself the Devil Hulk. Oh. And basically, Banner just does the best he can to search, search, find out things that Hulk can take out his anger on. But there's... You know, but, as it, you know, there's like a mythology to it, and there's a thing called the Green Door, and you're trying to find out what exactly the Green Door is. It's a, a writer named Al Ewing who uh, mostly does cosmic stuff, but uh, uh, but you know has really did this horror thing well. The artist's name is Joe Bennett, who's a guy who I always thought was boring as fuck, but he really lands it on this. So yeah, I, I recommend that a lot. I like Ian. Also watched John Wick three. That shit was fucking dope. Yeah, that shit. There, uh, there is a knife fight in the beginning in a room full of antique knives and cases. That by the end of it, it's like, well, there'll never be a better action scene than this. And there's three better action scenes in just this movie. <laughs> it's really fucking good. Uh, I, I you, you talked about the mythology. I really like that they give you just enough of the mythology that it's interesting, but not enough that you can poke a lot of holes. Yep. <laughs> the yep. only holes I can poke in it is. Why do so many of these badass assassins need day jobs? <laughs> like, why does the ninja guy and his and his like side make sushi? Like, do, why do they also run a sushi stand? Didn't that feel like just like Kill Bill when she goes yeah. like so much? Yeah, like, it, I don't... there's a very Kill Bill vibe in this, and I uh, yeah. also you know two of you guys hadn't seen it, so I'm not going to spoil anything. But you know, Keanu is making the rounds saying that this is the last one, and. I do not believe that even for one second. No, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a dope-ass movie. It's, it's Definitely good. go see it. Definitely better than Transformers. My favorite movie of the year. I would have to think on that, but I would have to say it's at least a contender. Yeah. I mean, I know I know Ian's not high on Endgame, but as a lifelong comic book, that's action, a big jump John for you. Wick. I, 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 I probably can't say I liked it better than uh, Endgame, but I will say I had this thought during it, this exact thought. I'm watching it, and, you know, Robert Pattinson thing, the, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of going back to young Batman. I wish they'd stay with an older person so they could do 
more of the sidekicks and more Batman's larger world. So I'm watching this and about halfway through it and I'm like, man, why don't they make this motherfucker Batman? <laughs> if you're going to do a middle-aged Batman, he'd be fucking great at it. Yeah. And then by the end of it, it's like, nah, this guy's too cool to be Batman. <laughs> like, this, so, this made me want a new Matrix. Yeah. Give us the new Matrix and give it to the ch- the John Wick guy. <laughs> it's fair. It'd be such a slap into the face of the Wachowskis, but really... What have they done to earn our trust since then? Like, that would be cool. Cloud Atlas is underrated. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud I mean, Atlas is trash. I, I really, really like Speed Racer a lot. Uh, yeah, I fucking love Speed Racer. You know, I feel like I would like Speed Racer more if it didn't have fucking Emil Hirsch in it. I think Emil Hirsch is... I, I have... N- Literally, I have no complaints about that. God movie. damn it. I, I didn't know that that guy going in, so he was just a blank slate to me. He was yeah. basically like... No. He was like a Keanu or a Tom Cruise. He was just Speed a blank Razor slate. Speed Razor is not a good movie. It is the only good live-action anime movie. Mi- no. Yeah, it's, 100%. It's not that good. It's... <laughs> Detective <laughs> Pikachu. Yeah! I, I, I don't consider Detective Pikachu an anime movie. I would consider it a video game movie. I, I, I'm going to agree with uh, Christian on this one. It was a video game before it was an anime. Okay. Well, we'll get deeper into those discussions some other week. <laughs> uh, so that's it for, for this week. Uh, join us next week, because I think we're due for our summer movie preview, yep, right? Summer I know movie it feels preview. weird, because the summer for movies, movie summer... Kind of ends in like two weeks. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of already close <laughs> to the end, but we got, we're going to project out the next three months and hit you with all the uh, all the big releases and hopefully some other releases that you may not have heard about that we're actually, excited about. August actually pretty good this Is year. It? Oh. Yeah, the Dwayne and Johnson, Hobbs oh, yeah, yeah. and Shaw. Yeah, yeah. You'll and, tell uh, us all about it next yep, week. We, yep, we yep, will yep, get yep, into yep, it more yep, next on week. On real phones. <laughs> Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Please ushered off this. <laughs> <laughs> Please uh, rate and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends if you want to get in touch with us. You can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later. Bye.